Edge Radio Australia just hitting six o'clock right about now. Hey, I hope you've had a fantastic day. It's been gorgeous outside, mid-twenties in here in glorious Western Australia, Wangara, where we are right now. And I've got in this building a particular man who comes in every week, and no matter when I, you know, I lock the doors, I change the address, whatever I do, he shows up anyway. Wayne, it's great to see you uh, for All About Relationships. Good to be here. I hope so. I hope so. Um, I do pull a Mickey out of uh, you, and you do of me, and I think that um, that's that's a good sign of a healthy relationship, right? Well, it's the Aussie thing. Damn straight. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember years ago. Quick story. Oh. I was working at this place, and a chap, a mm. European, had recently arrived in the country and was working there, mm. and a couple of Australian chaps were down the end getting quite verbal. Okay. And he's like, oh, "Should oh. you go down and break them up? You know, they're about to fight." And I'm like. Huh? Oh, they're not about to fight. Well, why are they swearing at each other and calling each other names? I said they're best of mates, and he was very confused. <laughs> oh, right now, actually, at Edge, we do a, a couple of crosses to American shows, right? So we've got a couple of things on American TV, which is kind of cool. But uh, it, it's very interesting because one of the commentators, we're doing a political one, um, he, he just, there's a pause every time I finish a sentence because he's trying to process. Hang on, is he serious? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I say something incredibly positive about, you know, Biden or something like that, and then there's just this, this just death fills the room of, oh my God, is he serious? Does he really think that? No, we don't, mate. I'm pulling the Mickey. <laughs> like, we need some sort of translator between Australian and uh, I know, American. But, I know. Uh, good fun, good fun. Now, I see you have preparation um, and, uh, well, and and a piece of paper. Well, they're either notes mm. or I've just got random words on here just to make it look <laughs> no, like I've got notes. You pulled a piece out of an encyclopedia, brought it in here <laughs> to make it look like you're prepared. I like that. I like that. Exactly. Oh, great, mate. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, this is something we've touched on before. Mm-hmm. It's the way that we process information okay. and view the world. Mm-hmm. And if you understand where your partner sits on these various spectrums, you yep. can have an understanding of how to communicate to them and how to explain things to them okay. so that you know they get it. Mm-hmm. Because if you... Like we spoke once about love languages. Well, hey, you know what? Which, I'll, I'll which, interrupt you. I literally, that note that you have, um, I actually had on the old uh, dressing table at home. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, and I have noticed that uh, my lovely partner has actually put it upright, stuck it up there on the glass. So maybe. Oh, here we go. Uh, I did actually talk to her about it. And I said, oh, you know, I got this advice from Wayne. And, uh, you know, it makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and then, I've, as I say, I've just put the note back. But now she's put it up in a prominent position. Okay. I, th- I think she Just might be telling me notice something. Notice she heavily underlines any of them. <laughs> well, I thought love language was some form of gibberish, um, but clearly not. Yeah, that's no. usually after alcohol. That's the sixth <laughs> yeah. love that's language. All of you. <laughs> Beer goggles. Uh. And anyway, so mm. these are other ways that we can communicate to them in a way that they can understand. Sure. All right. Okay. So um, I suppose a nice simple one to start with is... There's three different types of speech pattern with people. Mm -hmm. And there's visual, auditory, and kinesthetic. Okay. So visual people Mm -hmm. are people like I used to be who talk very fast. I've actually taught myself to speak slower so people can understand me. But naturally, I speak faster than this. Do I do. I do. I'm like one of those (laughs) um, auctioneers. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't hit me with anything, all right? Exactly. So... They are people that speak quickly, mm-hmm. and their words, when they're using 
you know, describing something mm-hmm. tend to be visual based. Okay. You know, I see what you mean. Oh, yeah, that's clear to me now. Oh, Those sorts of okay. things. All right. Nice. And then there's people that are auditory, which mm-hmm. speak at about the pace that I'm currently speaking. Okay. And they tend to speak with words that are auditory based, right. as in, oh, I hear you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds, that makes sense. That sounds right to me. Okay. And then there's people that are kinesthetic, mm-hmm. and kinesthetic people are feelers. Ooh. Jeez. All right. So they're, they're, now we have got a Joe Biden thing going on. Okay. God. <laughs> can't resist yourself. I can't, I can't. And so they tend to talk a lot slower. Okay. All right. Mm. And they tend to use feeling words. Okay. You know, that that feels a bit funny to me. You know, that's, oh, yeah, it's uh, that's solid. I, I, I get that one. Okay. That's solid. Right. And if you get someone who's visual, so mm. to give you an example. Yep. Many years ago, this is how I used to talk normally. You know, I would be talking to someone, I'd be explaining something to them and using mm-hmm. words and definitions and things like that. And that's the way I used to speak. Were you doing Red Bull advertising at the time? Or? No, no, that was that was just my normal okay. thing. Right. So, like I said, I've learned to slow myself mm. down. And if you get someone who's properly visual talking to someone that's kinesthetic, mm-hmm. the poor kinesthetic person can't follow a single word. Right. Yeah, okay, I can see and this. It, if a kinesthetic person is talking to a visual person, the visual person's like, God, can you speed up? You're taking forever. So it's important to understand the person you're talking to, where they sit in those three. All right. Okay. I didn't even know that this was a thing. So this is kind of cool. Well, that's what this is about. It's mm. trying to get people to open up and understand these things. So if you're visual mm-hmm. and your partner's kinesthetic, sure. You've got to slow down Dang. so they can understand you. Okay. All right. All right. No, I, oh, geez, it makes me really think about a lot of conversations I've had. <laughs> exactly. And I've, that's, but that's why I've had to train myself mm-hmm. to slow down. And if I get excited, I do speed back up again. Okay. So I've had to do that. So kinesthetic people aren't going, what was that? Mm. Pa- what? what? Can you say it again? Yeah. So anyway. This next one mm. is how you give information to people. Right. All right. And there's five different sorts. There's people that like the big picture. In other yeah. words, you just give them a brief overview. Yep. Like if I said to you, oh, can you go and reprogram, you know, that to do such and such? You'd mm-hmm. go, yep, onto it. And you'd, off you'd go. Go on. Now, that's all right if you're a big picture person. All right. Then there's people like myself. I'm a big picture person, mm-hmm. so you give me the overview, sure, and then you give me all the details to fill it in. Oh, okay. All right. So if you start giving me the details first, I've got nowhere to put them in because I don't have the big picture, and I'm like, oh, hang well, on, hang what, on, what, what are you talking yeah. about? Because I can't connect the little bits mm-hmm. to make up the big bit. I need the big bit first. All right. I'm waiting for my bit. Okay, tell me my That's bit. It. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> So those people need the big picture first, and then they need the details. Right. Then there's people that are equal with both. Okay. You know, you can give them either one first, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Then there's people that need the details first, then you give them the big picture. Ooh, okay. And then there's people that just need the details. Oh, hang on. Just need the details, never just, the big picture. No, they just need to go do this, 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 done. And they're like, okay, and off they go. Right. Now, how this plays out in relationships, mm. and this is any relationship, sure. all right, is imagine I come home from work mm-hmm. and my wife is someone who's a details person. Okay. She's the same as me. She needs big picture and then details. Yep. So imagine that you're just a details person. Right. 
and I'm a big picture person solely. Okay. All right. So I come home and go, pack your bags. We're off to Fiji. <laughs> now my wife would be like, hang, hang on. When are we leaving? What mm. flight? What time? Sure. How long is it going to take? Do we need to take, pack anything in particular? Where are we staying? What activities have we got booked? She'd want to know all the details. She's the perfect PA. Exactly. Yes. So okay. And vice versa. Mm. If I was a details person. Mm. And I came home and said, all right, I want you to pack some summer clothes mm. and you want to pack this and you want to make sure you're prepared for doing scuba diving because at 6.45 we're going to be flying out on, you know, air garuda, whatever. <laughs> and she'd just be like, just get to the point if she's a big picture person. Sure. So being aware of how people receive their information means you can then talk to them in the way they need to be explained to them. Okay, straight out. Okay. Not hypothetical, fact. Here's the problem. <laughs> I am absolutely big picture. Okay, I walk. Hang in, on, big pic, just big picture. Yeah, like I'm just. I walk in the room and go, "This is what we're going to do." Da, 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 and like, oh, we'll work out the details later. Now, okay, and then okay. So, uh, which is, I mean, I find it quite a handy thing in a lot of ways. But the only problem is that you do require a PA, otherwise things just don't get yes. done. And and I've got the joke about, and it's not a joke; it's actually life. Okay, if it's not in the phone, it doesn't happen. <laughs> right? Okay. Simple as that. I'm not going to remember because I just go, you know, whatever it is in life, and I could come up with a thousand examples, but you just kind of go, this is what we're going to do. This is where we're going. Yeah, we'll work out the details later. I, uh, well, my, with my, my lover, Monty, like we get in the car and uh, I, you know, say we, if we're going, I don't know, we're going out. And I'll go, we'll just drive down the coast until we find somewhere nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I haven't done my research. Well, hang on. Ooh, I don't so know. she's a details oh, my, person. Absolutely. Right. So this is going to be good for mm, you. Oh, yeah. Like she wants to, she needs to have seen the menu. She needs to know the reviews. <laughs> she needs, oh, my word. She needs to know what the maitre d' had for breakfast, right? And I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? When I go there, I'll order something that looks good, okay? Mm -hmm. And if it's not good, I won't go there again. Problem solved, right? Mm, mm. But yeah, like absolute opposite. And I have, I've actually had this issue before. <laughs> um, so come on, help me, Wayne. Yeah, help So me. at least now you know when you're explaining yeah. to your lady, give her some details, mm. and then she'll be like, oh, okay. You know, she might need to freak out as much. Yeah, okay, okay. But what if you just. I'm just not wired for the details. I'm wired for the big picture. Ah, this is where you've just got to take one for the team. Oh, jeez. Surely there's an app that can fix this. <laughs> just about an app for everything exactly, nowadays. Exactly. Oh, okay. Oh, um, he's into his notes. Doing? I'm concerned. I know, well, I'm just I'm trying you. to pick which one of them to go with. Right. Okay, so here's one. Now, this one is a visual one, so obviously not much good for... Radio, however, I can explain things so then it ma could. makes sense to people. All right, so you'll be able to see that little image there. So I'll explain to people. Mm -hmm. It's a picture of three rectangles. Correct. All right. Now, it's like the old song, one of these things is not, not like, like the, the other. other. Now, <laughs> what it explains is, is there's people that look for the sameness in things. They okay. look for things that are um, equal. Okay. All right. So people looking at this picture would see two rectangles standing upright that mm -hmm. are the same size. Yes. All right. And that's all they would see. So they only notice similarities. Right. All right. It's like right. That, they're wide for that and that only. Okay. Then there's people that will see the similarities. Mm -hmm. So they'll see two rectangles standing upright. 
And then they noticed the third rectangle laying on its side mm. with thicker lines and mm -hmm. it's a different size. Mm -hmm. So those people would go, oh, yeah, that, that's the same, that's the same, that's the same. Oh, and, and that one's different. Mm -hmm. All right. And then there's people that notice them equally. Okay. And then there's people that will notice the differences first. Okay. And then they'll notice the similarities. They'll go, oh, well, one of them's on its side and, and those two are standing up. Okay. All right. And then these are the fun people. They only notice differences. Ooh. Okay. Now, these are the people that can really wind people up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Have you ever met someone that when you say something, they always seem to want to go devil's advocate and argue the other side? All the time. That's these people. They right. only see okay. differences. Okay. okay. All right? right. So now, a lot of people like go, oh, why are they like that? There's such a pain. Yeah, no. all rectangles, uh, rectangles matter. I mean, come on. Exactly, right, exactly. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Actually, we should throw that one out and see if it gets traction. Rectangles matter. <laughs> Not to minimise the oh, legitimacy well, of, of the other ones, etc. Now, how this works, mm. all right? is if everyone was a sameness person, we only see the similarities, we'd mm. all be yes people. Okay, okay. And that's a dangerous thing. Absolutely. All right? On that one. So if you have a lot of same people mm. in the group, mm -hmm. you need someone who only sees differences because they'll stop people from running off and doing silly things. All right. Because they pull them up and go, whoa, 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 what about all this stuff over there? Mm -hmm. And the same people go, oh, they don't matter. We've got all these wonderful similar things. And it's like, no, 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 you've got to look at the things. So, again, okay. this is when you've got a partner, you've got to look at which one you are and which right. one they are. Because if you're both sameness mm. people, mm -hmm. neither of you is going to pull the other one up on doing silly oh, things. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. You'll be overly agreeable. Yes. Ooh. So instead of giving you a bit of pushback when mm. you're doing something silly, sure. they just go, oh, yeah, you go and do that, you know, juggling chainsaws on the edge of the ladder. That, right. I'll go for that. That's fine. <laughs> what if, you saw, if you're the type of person who, ever since you brought this up, is thinking, do you know what? If you put the other one in the middle and stilled it up, it'd be a much neater pattern. Like... <laughs> Okay. What kind of that's people are they? A, that's a totally different thing. Okay. <laughs> not, not, not that that's me at all. No. no, no. <laughs> so again, mm. understanding your methodology sure. and your partners, together you can make a good team. And again, if you're both looking for differences, you're never going to agree on anything. Imagine trying to build a house with someone mm. who just disagrees with everything. Oh, It'll be a friggin' nightmare. Pain. Yeah. yeah, but it, and the same thing if you had if you were both the same, mm -hmm. you wouldn't be stopping and going. Oh, hang on, what happens when we do this with that room? And then you'd just be like, oh, that's good, that's good, yeah, 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 yeah. that's good. Oh, look, if you had two people like that, look, Wayne, you know what you need? You need you need a miracle. You really would. Edge <laughs> Radio Australia, all about relationships. Radio Australia, 22 after 6. In fact, I'm going to call it 23. It's close enough. Uh, or that will be 23 after what, Wayne, if you're listening on Sunday? 2 p.m. <laughs> oh, look at you go. Hey, uh, I'm seeing you back into your notes. Again, it does bring me some concern uh, because I've seen – because you, you often come in with nothing. Mm -hmm. And then today you've got the Encyclopedia Britannica. What's going on? Well, maybe it was just to try and give you some sense of security. It there's nothing on those pages, is there? Wayne? Well, like I said, they're just <laughs> random words. It's just to look good. All right. Well, where are we going to look good next? 
Okay, so this is one I use with my two boys. All right. So with people that are either driven by moving away from pain mm. or towards pleasure. Mm. Interesting. Okay. okay. Yeah. So for those of you that have got children, pay attention to this one. All right. It's wives. If you've got a child yeah. who's – you want them to do something, mm. how you – threaten them, yep. you know, or give them consequences, will determine whether or not they get motivated. Okay. If you say to them, if you don't do your chores, mm. you can't go to the party. Yep. All right? Now, that means they've got to be motivated by pain, but if they're motivated by pleasure, they'll just go, and? Hang on. Well, I don't know, because they could be having pleasure at that party. No, no. Because you, the wording, it's okay, a, okay. if you don't do your chores, you can't go to the party. Okay, okay, gotcha. If you say, if you do your chores, I'll let you go to the party. I'm with you now. Sorry, I wasn't listening. I'm yeah. going to be quite a child myself. Exactly. Here we go. <laughs> so, and that's important because mm. if you can motivate someone correctly, mm. it takes very little effort. This is actually a story I told my um, stepmother on the weekend okay. about when my boys were little. I can't be bothered reminding kids every 14 seconds that they have a job to do. Nah, all right? Nah. So I did up a chart, mm. and on it I listed all their chores, you know, brush your teeth, make mm. your bed, get dressed, set the table, all of those things. Yep. And just to make sure they understood the words, I also drew a little picture <laughs> because I used to do graphic art. So, yeah, that, okay. you know, it's throwback to oh, that. Oh, God, he's an art student. Oh. <laughs> no, I wasn't an art student. I just did graphic <laughs> arts. Anyway. And then what they would we would do mm. at the end of each day, we would go, okay, here's your stars. Let's see what you got. Yep, you did that, you did that, you did that. And they used to compete against each other. Love they it. would count them all up and go, I've got 73, yeah. you've only got 71. And then the other one would scurry off to do something so they could get their oh, star. I love that. Now, the driver behind it was, mm. I said to them, you'll get five cents for every star you get. Okay. And whatever you save up over the year, you'll get to spend at the Royal Show. Mm, All right? Okay. So, in other words, if you choose not to do your chores, yeah. you'll have nothing it's to go to the Royal lame. Show. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to be a very dull day. You're spending a lot of time patting sheep, mate. That's, That's the what's one. Going on. All right. <laughs> Watching cows walk past. <laughs> And if you, you know, do all your chores, you're going to have a pretty good amount. Now, we ended up with about 70 bucks. Now, bearing right. in mind, this is 20 years ago, or more than 20 years sure. ago, yep. it was a reasonable amount of money they'd okay. saved up. So, sure enough, it's like, mm. yeah, there's your money to get in. You can have X amount of show bags and X amount of rides and yep. blah, blah, blah. And it was good. They would go around and go, I want that show bag and that one. And so yeah. they actually thought about what they wanted. Sure. Because right. they knew they only had so much. And I'll tell this funny bit. I know we're going off on a tangent we here. We do that. Yeah, it's but yeah. good. It's but this, good. Is a, this is a good story, though. Okay. We're walking along and I see the wild mouse. Right. I love the wild mouse. So for people that don't understand what the wild mouse mm. is, it's like a mini roller coaster. Sure. However, it's a little bit deformed. Rough. <clears throat> Rough. Okay. Mm. So scale the roller coaster down, mm. but instead of... Multiple carriages, you have one, mm. and the front wheels are moved to about the middle of the carriage, mm. so the nose goes out over the edge and then whips around. Yes. All right, so it's a very dramatic ride. <laughs> anyway, my boys said, oh, we want to go on that, we want to go on that. And I'm like, you're sure? Mm -hmm. Because once you're on, you can't get off. Mm -hmm. All right, there's yep. no taps out and <laughs> I'm out. Once you're on, you're on. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go in, and it's like I said, single carriage, seat down the middle. I sit at the back. My eldest sits in front of me, and then the youngest sits on the front holding the handlebars. Right. 
Anyway, it goes around and it hits the old chain to go up and it's the old clunk and then it's a dig, 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 dig up the top. Yes. And then it goes goes up and it's a gentle turn and then it gets to the first bend and the nose goes over the edge and I crap myself because I'm like, shit, it's forgetting to turn. And then it whips around and my boys both scream. Yeah. And they're like, I want to get off, I want to get off. Anyway, we finally finished the ride and, you know, we're all thoroughly terrified. And I was telling my dad later on mm. about it and he goes... Yeah, that was exactly the same when I took you Is on years right? ago. Is that right? Oh, man. I, I, I uh, yeah, had a lot of children. So with me, going on the rides and that sort of thing, I, uh, I'm i the guy who goes on all the rides, okay? I, you mm. know, throw, Love a good scary ride. Yeah, throw it at me, right? And uh, But a couple of my beautiful children were, were very sedate and they, they liked the rides that were in the kiddie part and, you know, we'd all smile and pretend that it was okay. You were not okay. That You know, oh, we're having a great time. <sighs> <laughs> I'm trying try not to exactly, torment you. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas other uh, my children, right, and particularly my beautiful Ella. Oh man, she and I straight to the roller coaster, whatever. Nice. And when we go to the uh, to Adventure World, mm-hmm. okay, we would go. Okay, we go up there and we'd make sure that we're in the front because the front's the absolute best mm. seat, right? Anyway, we'd go do that, and then the two of us would come out of it, and the two of us would just like sprint as fast as we could like to get make sure we got to the front uh, again kind of thing and if we didn't okay you know what we'll wait it out we'll wait it out okay mm. we'll miss a go so we can go it again and oh man it was just so brilliant with her to do that she's such a little daredevil and just no fear at all when it comes to that sort of thing and um, I just it just there's a photograph I'm going to divert a bit here but there's a photograph <laughs> as we do as we do um, okay I've got a uh, I'm very lucky I live in a property and I've got a very long drive Anyway, there's not a lot on the driveway, but there's one bloody big palm thing, right? Okay, halfway down. Anyway, years ago, I bought my kids this buggy, okay, that it was just a little Briggs and Stratton motor. It wasn't very fast, but kind of cruised along at about, I don't know, maybe 35, 40 k's now. Anyway, the kids would you know, get into this, and they're driving around, they're having lots of fun, and Ella was getting into it now. I, Ella wasn't really getting the... The, the real, the gist of, of how to control it at this stage, okay? Anyway, and they've got my daughter Lucy in there as well. And and Lucy's the one that, I mean, look, honestly, uh, look, if you moved her chair quickly, she'd go, woo, 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 this is frightening, okay? No, no, no. So we've got her in there. So carousel's even no, too much. No way in the world. But we've got them in there. They've both got helmets on. Anyway, I've got this still to this day on my wall at home. And it's my kids. It's... They've run into the only palm. It's a 200-metre oh, driveway, Lord. and they've gone boom into this. Anyway, Ella's got this huge smile on her face, and Lucy looks like I like you like you just stolen Christmas. She looks so unhappy. She's and even her helmet's kind of like fallen forward. <laughs> With the G forces going from 30 k's now to zero in a second, absolutely hilarious. And I just think that the photo just sums the two of them up beautifully. But uh, you know, hey, all kids are different, and uh, that they are. You know, just uh, the uh, Lucy, amazing actor and uh, a yeah, beautiful singer, and all of that sort of thing. So great at dancing. So all kids have got their their thing. Yeah, and some are daredevils and some aren't. Exactly. There you are. And, and again, some of these things will apply to parenting yeah, as well. How yeah. you communicate to of your course. kids. Um, no, no, right. I, yes. Now I, so, we've gone away on, on children's and, and, and yeah, and I know we did go off on a tangent. Mice or whatever they are. Okay. So all right, here's another one. Okay. Now this one is. Fairly important mm-hmm. and to bear in mind. People have a convincing strategy. Mm, All right. Okay. Well, there's, there's two parts to it. There's people that when they 
want confirmation of something, they either need to see it, they hear it, they read it, or they get told it. Right. Quite a list. Yeah. Okay. So, again, it's understanding how someone needs to be convinced about something. Like if you said, oh, yeah, we're going to go to Fiji for a holiday. Sure. To sell it to them. You've I'm very fond know- of you. I really am, Wayne. But no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Come on, you'll have fun. <laughs> oh, we <will>. Anyway. <laughs> So understanding how they would need to be sold a trip to mm, Fiji, sure. you know, do they need to read a brochure? Do they need to see a couple of videos? Do they, you know what I mean? That lets you sell it to them in the way that they go, yeah, mm, I'm in, I'm in. Cool. And then there's the other half. Now, this mm. is the tricky one. Okay. Some people only need to see it or hear it or be told it or whatever only once. Sure. Some people might need it two or three times. Mm. And then some people, you never quite convince them. Okay. All right. All right. So if you get one of those people, it's hard work. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So like if you want to commit to the relationship, they will always wonder if you're committed or not. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But I married you, you know, 27 years mm, ago and yeah. we're still together through all these things. And yeah, but I'm still not convinced you're committed to the relationship. So it's tricky but if you know about it, then you can deal with it. But how can you deal with that? Because that's a hard one. That is a hard one. Well, again, it might be they mm. haven't been shown in a way that convinces them. Okay. Like if you keep telling them, yet they need to okay, know, have yeah. something else, well, then it's it's going to be a different thing. It's like the love languages. Yeah. yeah. You know, we've yeah. had this conversation many times where if you're gift-giving yep. to your partner, but their love language is quality time... Mm-hmm. Yet you're so busy, you haven't got any time for them. Yeah. But you buy them a present because you go, oh, that'll let them know that I love them. They're sitting there holding this gift going, where are you? Yeah. You obviously yeah. don't love me. So it's that understanding how to, and that's com- to communicate them. Because, okay, one person is, is giving a sign of love, right? They're doing yes. They're going, hey, I'm going to buy you this because, you know, it makes you feel special or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And the other person's going, I just wanted your time. Exactly. Yeah. Tough. Tough I, I read a story years ago. This really? is sad. Just the one? So, <laughs> this little boy says to his dad, yeah. Dad, how much do you earn an hour? Yeah. And the dad's like, what sort of bloody questions? And sort of yells at the kid and the kid sort of wanders off into his room. Yeah. Anyway, the dad's thinking for a while and he goes, oh, God, that was a bit of a horrible thing to do. So he goes into the little boy and he says, sorry about yelling at you, mate. Why did you want to know how much I earn an mm. hour? And he lifts up his pillow and there's his crumpled notes under there. And he goes, because I just want to be able to buy one hour of your time. Wow. And it's like, my God, there's so many kids out there that would be like that. They're just like, I just want an hour of your time. I know. I know. Anyway, before we go down that path. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that's about as much fun as getting a suntan in Chernobyl. So let's go somewhere else. All right. Well, it would be a good one, you know that. (laughs) That's right. Okay, so um, another one is how people relate to things. Okay. Like if you're going to organise an event, you need to understand what gets people excited so that you know how to present it to them. Sure. And again, this is understanding people's languages. So if we went to a restaurant, Mm -hmm. what's the most important thing to you? Oh, it's a tough one because I, yeah, I, I like, um, I could have the best meal in the world, but if the service is bad, woof, 
don't like that at all. Destroys it. Destroys it. Okay, really so the food it. doesn't matter. Then. No, no. Well, the food does matter. You know. No, but if it's hey, an look, average look meal, at me, mate, the food yeah. does, it matters. But if, if it's an average food, but the service is impeccable. Oh, I have a great time. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Okay. So there's five different ways that people see it. Mm. It's the people that they go with. Sure. In other words, the company you're keeping. Makes sense. There's the place that you go. Mm. Is it a restaurant that's got prestige? Is it going to sort of gain you some sort of status and that right. sort of thing? Then there's the things that you do while you're at the restaurant, mm -hmm. you know, and um, the activities that you do and the information about okay. the place. Right. So these things allow you to, again, assess how people need information presented to them. Okay. All right. I mean, I, uh, I've i said this before, too. I very much judge people on the way that they treat the wait staff. Oh, to absolutely. Me, that is, that just, is so true. It's, so, it's a quick way of knowing it. Absolutely. Hello, get out of here. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, the alarm goes off. Actually, there was one I saw on Facebook a while ago, mm. and there was one of these, what do people reckon about this one? This bloke had taken this woman out on a date, yep. and she'd ordered this really expensive wine and lobster and all this, and it came to like 80 pounds. This was in England, so sure. like $160, $180. Yep. And he refused to pay. Okay. He was like, "Why? Sh I didn't invite you out for expensive wine and lobster. Mm. I invited you out for a meal. Right. You're taking advantage of me. And everyone was like, oh, should he have paid? Should he have not paid? Was he right in doing that? And yeah, so those sorts That's of... That's a tough one. And it genuinely is, right? Mm. But, um, that, but that comes back to what you're saying about how they treat the wait staff. Yeah. If they're going to take advantage of you like that on a first date, yep. that's pretty damn clear... How they view you. Very true. And uh, that, and it's become more complicated because obviously these days, you know, can you pay? Do you oh, not yeah. pay? You know, all that kind of, there's yeah, all the secret language that goes on there. Um, it's, yeah, if, if, if you have an experience like that guy there where the person goes straight for the top shelf, mm. you kind of go, oh. like I had an experience many years ago, this is not a, a date, but out with friends. And uh, it was a long, long time ago. Uh, and it was my round, you know, no worries, boom, boom, boom. Anyway, these people went all to the top shelf, right? Everybody went to the top shelf, okay? And I was like, oh, okay, no worries. That's kind of what they drink. All right, okay. Um, so, you know, it was a very expensive round, as you can imagine. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, the next round came up and uh, well, one of the guys kind of disappeared. Okay, so, okay, right, whatever, mm. okay, no problem. Next round, so, the, but the, the, round was, the round was bought and different drinks were bought. Third round, a guy walks up. And he's just got two jugs in his hand. Got beer for everybody, whatever. Anyway, came up to my round, the next one, and everyone went straight to the top shelf again. I thought, you have got to be kidding me. Now, um, I was in a position back then where I, I could do that. <laughs> now it would be water, everyone. <laughs> but and um, tap water tap, as well. Tap, tap, yes. Is that important? Yes, from the ground. Um, like it's from the war. No, um, but I was in a better position financially back then. So, right, but And they knew it. And I thought, wow. And anyway, the whole night went that way. And, and on through the night, every round I had was top dollar. And everyone, that was it was just getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. And I, I, just, I just couldn't get over it. And I, the, you know what the sad thing is? I've never been out with that group of people ever again. Funny that. Yeah. Because it told me so much about them. And, Absolutely. And how, and how they saw me. Like, I wasn't Absolutely. there for my values as a human being. I was there for... You know, the card or the cash in my pocket. Mm. 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 And that's... Tells you a lot. It's funny how in life you often find out mm. information about people just watching how they behave, how they interact, how yep. they present themselves. Like, it's amazing how many blokes I see turn up for first dates mm. and they're just wearing tatty old jeans and a white T-shirt. Really? 
Yeah, and it's not even like a new crisp white Are they trying to look like James Dean? I don't know. Is that what it is? I don't know. But the thing I say to people is if that's as much effort as they put in on the first date, Mm. it's certainly not going to be at that higher level. Oh, get your tracky ducks ready. Exactly. It's going downhill fast. Yeah, look, a first impression, you you only get one chance at it. So make it a good one and uh, yeah, put in that effort. And I think that um, there's a bit of a, a running thing about always dress one step above what the circumstance requires, right? Like just mm. just a little bit more, right? Yeah. Um, that way you'll be seen as being memorable. Um, uh, well, and that might not be what you're after, who knows? But it's, it, I think it does. It sets a, a level where people go, oh, right, well, he genuinely cares about my company, you know, obviously there's, and there's a level of respect there, I guess is where I'm going. Well, yeah. absolutely. Because you see a lot of women do put a lot of effort mm. in, obviously, because they have hair and makeup and all of that <laughs> stuff. Tell me and I know it. nowadays there's more guys doing it and all that sort of rubbish. <laughs> that though, mm. if they put in two hours to get ready and a bloke to put in three minutes, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you could have sort of shaved and yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know it goes both ways. It does. And, that also shows how much you care about them. Like even with my wife and I, if we mm. go out for our date night, I ask her, mm. are we dressing up or are we dressing down? Right. Because I don't want to be dressing down if she's dressing up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because then I go out and I look like the bum that can't be bothered. <laughs> that's and that's, right. She deserves better than that. And it drags that. her down. Exactly. Okay? It really does. So, no, no, no. If you, if you love and respect the person you're with, yeah, you should be putting the persona... And not a fake one. You should genuinely be proud of the person you're with. So, mm, yeah. yeah, and that's that's a non-verbal communication mm, too of mm. so many things like you said about the respect and how much you consider them, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, those sorts of things are all very important. Now, Wayne, before you go any further, I got so grossed <laughs> in our conversation, we have completely gone past the ad. Um, and, uh, you know, so what I'll Oops. do is I'll play a song, okay? Um, I think I got really involved in that last conversation. I think I got a level of – it was a obsession. It really was. Oh, God. It's Radio Australia, all about relationships. Just what we're all looking for right there. A good heart, great song from the 80s there. Virgil Sharky. Oh, that wasn't supposed to happen. Jeez. Oh. Actually, maybe that's a, a good metaphor for my relationships, really. Okay, it starts out with my search for a good heart, ends up with a lump. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> go get that removed. Oh, dear. All right, we've had a small oh, computer failure there. That was interesting. Okay, there you go. So oh, it keeps I'm, us on our toes. It does, it does. I will I will play and, and fuddle all the switches oh, and see what like, we can do. Like all the presidents, they all keep us on our toes, <laughs> don't they? That's right. And often, yeah, they end up leaving us with a lump. But there you go. All right. Um... We're going to go into the last segment of the show. We do. Got a couple more I want to go through. There's okay. a heap of them. These are just a couple more I cool. want to go through. Cool. Now, this one is fairly important because not just for our partners, but also for ourselves. It's our frame of reference. It's when you know you've done something good or whether you're making a good, de- good decision. Right. All right. So there's people that have an internal frame of reference okay. so they just know that it's a good decision they don't need to check with anyone or anything they just know they've done, done a good job they know that this decision's a good decision all right okay. all right then there's people that need an external check right all right okay. so they need someone to say yep that's a good choice yep right. you that's, okay. yeah go and do validation. that validation yeah yeah. Okay. yeah you've done a good job okay then there's people that have they know internally they've done a good job but they then need an external check 
Right, okay. All right, so they okay. go, yeah, I've done a good job, and then they look to their partner, and their partner says, good job, and they go, yep, I did do a good I job. Did. All right. <laughs> then it's like having a pet, really. Yeah, but I okay. know, I know. Well, we're all ultimately pets, really, aren't yeah, we? the truth. Mm. We all came from the monkeys, etc. <laughs> and then there's people that have an external check, so they come up and they say to you, you did a good job with that, and you go, I did do a good job with that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So those things are important because if you're discussing things mm. and you're both, uh, say, an external check first, sure. then an internal check, and you and your partner, you're both looking for the other to say, yep, that's a good decision, but you're both waiting for the other to say, good ah. decision, well, then you're going to be at a stalemate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. So understanding how people so, have a confirmation. So, okay, I get that. So what if you meet someone who's absolutely freaking perfect? But that's a problem, right? How do we fix it? Yeah. Where, where's the get the you Lego? Stop Come talking the about yourself. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like I've often explained, this is just self-help. <laughs> this is all this is. All right, mate. No, honestly, what do you do when you've got that situation? I missed that one. No. Well, okay. A- if you both okay, if you both need the same confirmation there, right? Yeah. And you're a, a star mate. How do you change? How do you change it? The girl could be absolutely amazing, perfect in every way, but that you know. Oh right, I'm with you. You're not going to go. You didn't understand your question initially. I often wonder myself. So there you go. Um, In those instances, it Mm. comes down to if one of you is aware of what I'm talking about. Because if one of you was aware, you'll go. Oh, hang on, we're both waiting for an external check first. Sure. Then it's a okay. One of us needs to. Knowledge up, is, up their internal right, knowledge is power. Oh, right. absolutely, yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. Understanding these things makes such a big difference. All right, you know, I mean, there's so many things to understand with relationships. Anyway, they are not simple. Oh, surely, there's an instruction manual I can get again yeah. on an app. Then, if you can write them just on a napkin, it's worth knowing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, this. It's funny thing about relationships; they aren't simple. Mm. However, we do make them more complicated than they need to Human be. Human nature, right? Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. So this one, information processing. All right. Now, mm-hmm. this one's important, and it ties in a little bit with the old uh, extrovert-introvert thing. Okay. When people have challenges in life, mm-hmm. all right, there's a number of, or a couple of ways that they generally deal with it. Okay. One, they go off and they hide themselves away and they think about it and they ponder it and they weigh up all the options and they, you know, process everything and then they go, right, that's what I've got to do. Okay. All right? And then there's people that like to sit down with friend after friend after family member after friend and go, okay, I've got this situation. What do you think I should do? Oh, committee. And they sit, and they, yeah, and they sit there and they bounce it around. They mm. get feedback. They get ideas and all of this sort of thing. Right. Now, again, if one of you is uh, an internal and one of you is an external, yep. so, you know, you like to talk about your problem mm-hmm. and your partner likes to just go off and think about it and ponder. Sure. They wander off and you're like... Where are you yeah, going? Yeah, We've got yeah. a decision to make here. Yep. Where, where are you going? And they're doing what works for them. Sure. Not understanding that you need to talk it about out and bounce ideas around yeah, and all of that system, sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, so these sorts of things are really important to understand. Okay. Because if you don't have an understanding of them, mm. and also where both you and your partner sit with all of these things, yep. communication is going to be a little more challenging than it needs to okay. be. So if you're clear on how you process information and the um, 
reality that is your world, mm -hmm. then you can communicate that, you can understand it better, and you understand where your partner fits in with that as well. All right. Okay. Okay. I, I get that. I mean, look, whenever you're coming from two different directions, it's always, there's got to be that understanding. <laughs> I was gonna, I'm not going to use the word compromise because it's really just understanding. Yeah? Mm, absolutely. All right. Very interesting stuff, mate. And I'll tell you what, uh, you brought in all this information, all this paperwork, and I thought, geez, this is going to be a heavy kind of session, but I, I feel a lighter man. Good. Oh, I really do. I feel like I've had fruit all day. <laughs> <laughs> now, if people are looking around the internet, okay, now, after they looked at the sites that probably won't give you good advice, where can they find you? Well, easiest way is mm -hmm. just to type in Wayne Brown Life back on track and my podcast will pop up and website and Facebook and all sure. those socials and stuff. Uh, or if you would like to listen to more of this show, mm -hmm. Wayne Brown, all about relationships, and my podcast will come up on about 16 different platforms. Fantastic, mate. All right, and of course, you can hear this show again on Sunday at... 2 p.m. Oh, look, just such a relief. Tell you what, when this show is uh, today, I feel a sense of relief. I really do. I feel like I just want to jump up and just say, 